Hello and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After viewing the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we are talking about The Reader. What will we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we're talking about The Reader. It is from 2008. It was directed by Stephen Daldry, and it stars Kate Winslet, Ray Fiennes, Bruno Ganz, and David Cross. So this movie takes place in post-World War II Germany, and nearly a decade after his affair with an older woman came to a mysterious end, law student Michael Berg re-encounters his former lover as she defends herself in a war crime trial. Yeah, this movie is very interesting um, because it has a very unique premise. Yeah. So this movie actually won an Oscar for Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. So Kate Winslet won that for her role as Hannah. And it was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars that year, too. And it was nominated for Best Achievement in Directing, Adapted Screenplay Writing, and its Cinematography. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very it was a very well shot movie, very well directed. Mm-hmm. And the writing was really good too. Yeah. I think she was actually up against herself at one point for her role in Revolutionary Road, which is also a really good movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cuz those movies came out in the same year and Revolutionary Road is a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Gotcha. And they play a married couple. Gotcha. It's if Jack lived in the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guessing he didn't get an Oscar for that. No. He was probably nominated. Yeah. Ben, had you heard of this movie before this? Nope. All right. What about you? Yeah, I had actually seen it before. It's been a long time. I'm... I can't remember. This movie came out in 2008, so I was at least 10 or 9 or 10 when it came out, depending on the time of year. And I'm not sure. I know my mom rented it and we watched it. Do you remember that time? Yeah, right? When you actually (laughs) got a physical DVD at the store. Yeah. Yeah, so we got that and we watched it. And I think I was a little too young for it. I'm not sure how old I was. I was probably at least like 11 maybe when the DVD came out. Yeah. So I don't know. And she thought it would be interesting. So we watched it. It was. I thought at the time... I thought it was boring. Like, you know, you're a little kid, like, or preteen, teenager. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's boring. It's a romance movie, so yuck. <laughs> yep. So that's kind of my initial thoughts on it. And when the movie was picked for us by the movie generator, I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yep. So, but I do have some different thoughts now that I'm older and an adult. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, what was something that stood out to you? The subtlety of one of the main plot points. Like, do you want me to go into that? or? Um, sure. I mean, this movie is how old? 14 years old? Yeah, fair point. So, I mean, let's just issue a spoiler warning. It's, it was made 14 years ago. If you care about spoilers, then I guess skip. But, um, yeah. <laughs> 
it's a romance movie, so it's not like some huge spoilers like a Marvel movie or something. Yeah. So we've they never actually say it, but they imply that Hannah can't read throughout the film. And the subtle way they do it is just so well done that it's like it's obvious yet it's not. Yeah, it's like if you don't see it coming, it would probably be a surprise to you. And I think I knew that she couldn't read because I had seen it before and I remembered that part of it. But yeah, and you picked up on it. Yep, almost immediately. Yeah, but it, it, it I think it took a couple scenes. Yeah, I, the their vacation. Yeah, yeah, when she was trying to read the menu. Mm-hmm. Or pretending to read the menu. Yep. Yeah, it, it was actually, yeah, those little subtleties were really well done. And again, I just think the acting was really good. I mean, Kate Winslet's an amazing actress. Yep. And Ray Fiennes is really good in anything he does. Which one was he? He was older Michael Berg. Okay. Voldemort. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But he was really good. Uh, I even thought the um, the guy who played younger Michael Berg, he was really good. Yeah. And according to trivia, he learned English for this role. Like, he's German. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I could hear it in his accent. I mean, it takes place in Germany, so. Yeah. It makes sense that they would get an authentic German person. Yeah. Even though Kate Winslet and Ray Fiennes aren't German, but yeah. they're British, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the movie, going off of what you said, the subtleties mm-hmm. are really good. And just the subtle glances of characters or subtle movements and behaviors that they exhibited. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Just like, because not everything has to be over the top. Not everything has to be so apparent. And sometimes those subtleties really make things more interesting to the audience yeah what did you think about their act because the movie is revolves around michael and hannah's affair what did you think of it like the affair of itself or the acting or sure pick one i'm gonna be honest i don't think that much about my exes yeah yeah First of all, I think it's kind of creepy. Yeah, just a little bit. Especially in this situation where she's much older than him. And he's a child. He's 15. Mm-hmm. At least in the movie. At least his character is. The yeah. actor, I guess, they hired him when he was 17 and waited to do the more explicit scenes after his 18th birthday. Gotcha. Yeah. But in the movie, Michael is 15. And he meets this much older woman. She's like in her 30s. Late 20s, early 30s. Something like that. They don't specify, but... Um, yeah, I mean, we could have figured it out. Like, because it does show her birth date at the end. It was like 1922. Was yeah. her? They said it was her birth date, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, that's kind of weird. And kind of like... You know, he just tried to say thank you for her, like, taking care of him when he was sick and, like, getting him home. Mm -hmm. And then she was just like, all right, well, then it just quickly turned into, like, an affair. And I was like, oh, okay. 
And it didn't really make much sense. Yeah, it didn't make much sense to me. Um, did you think they had chemistry? Vinegar and baking soda kind of chemistry. Meaning? Not a not great chemistry. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. I mean, I guess that's kind of what they wanted too, is to make it seem awkward because Hana is so guarded. Yeah. And so secretive with her own insecurities and her own thoughts and feelings. Like, we don't really get to know her that well. Mm-hmm. And she forcefully does that. And because of that, it kind of keeps them from really having a meaningful relationship. Yeah. Which comes across, and I think that was the intent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of weird. So yeah, and going on what you said, like, I don't think about my exes that much. It's like, when Michael is all grown up, he's still... Reminiscing? Yeah, reminiscing about that affair, and it was his first love, his first time, like, doing anything like that. Being with a woman, being with anyone romantically, that was kind of Mm -hmm. what we got from that. And... It's like, do you really think about, unless you're with your first love, and, you know, that's, a lot of people are still with the first person they've ever been with, you know, either from childhood or high school or college or whatever, because everyone's Mm -hmm. experience is different. But if you've broken up with that person, yeah, you might think about those memories, but do you reminisce that much? No. Especially, like... If your ex turned out to be a Nazi, would you really be that sympathetic towards them? No. No, I wouldn't. Because, as I said in the synopsis, she Hannah is put on trial because she was an SS officer. And that's why she initially left Michael. Like, she mysteriously left. He didn't know. He was just going to visit, and her apartment was empty. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she joined the SS and became an officer. And he's, he was a law student and attended her trial just by, you know, happenstance. Mm-hmm. And he still was sympathetic towards her. Like, he didn't say anything like that. In her defense, because, yes, I did say I wouldn't be symp- sympathetic. In this case, I could see the argument. But she still chose to be an SS officer. Yes, not all of what happened and what she was on trial for was her fault, and she shouldn't have taken all the blame. Yeah. But she still was a part of it and let it happen. Yes. And I just think that is unforgivable. So do I. Because at least in the movie, the um, she's an SS officer and she and a bunch of other female officers led some women to a church for refuge and for shelter. And then there was a bomb raid, and the church was set on fire, but they didn't unlock the church. Mm-hmm. So all all but two of the 300 people burned to death. Yeah. And they're on trial for purpose for not unlocking the doors and for being responsible for the death of 298 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're, all the other officers are putting the blame on her because... I mean, she is culpable to an extent, but they were saying she was in charge of it, which it's apparent that she wasn't. Yeah. But she still let it happen. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the 
my Jewish heritage and knowing that I had some family endure what happened in the Holocaust or some part of my family that came to the came to the US because of the Holocaust it's very hard for me to feel sympathy for those people mm-hmm. there's a reason Geneva conventions allow soldiers to disobey orders and this is why so that if the order contradicts morality okay. if that makes sense mm-hmm. so did something because you're good with history did something like this happen in real life this is based on a novel so it's not really based on true events the only account i've ever read is night and there is a long march in that mm-hmm. but nothing to that extent yeah which night is a very good book yeah it's hard to read but i remember reading i think parts of it i think i had to read it i don't know but um yeah, it's a really good book. It's really sad, but it's also really good, and if you haven't read it, you should. Yeah, I agree. Because this movie is a romance and historical, a lot of the plot is based on their experiences, their emotions. Like A lot of it is Michael reminiscing about the past or thinking about it. And so a lot of it is like very internal-based plot. Mm -hmm. and it kind of feels that way like this movie is two hours long yeah and it kind of drags a little bit just a little bit yeah i don't know if we really needed some of the parts like in the middle yeah it's like i kind of understand going through michael's evolution of him growing up going through law school finding new love and then ending up breaking off that relationship. Yeah. And how that first relationship really impacted him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, okay, come on. <laughs> come on, get to the point. Yeah. It was just, it kind of needed to be a little more polished, a little more... Yeah, yeah. Not rushed, but a little faster paced. Yeah. In my opinion. Yep, I agree. But I just think, like, if this, if you're a total, like, history or romance film, like, not history, but if you're a romance film fan, you'd probably really like this movie because it ha- it fills all those boxes. Mm-hmm. I will say the ending is actually pretty shocking. Yeah. And it's not what you'd expect, which I liked. Yeah. And it showed that, it showed the guilt and humanity that she did have. Remorse. Yeah, and remorse. But I don't think it was necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah, same here. I'm all for a sappy romance, but this really wasn't my style. Yeah, it wasn't even sappy. Yeah. It was just a romance, and it was like, okay. Yeah. I do think, though, the music was really good. Yes, it was. And the set design was really good. Oh, yeah. I really liked how it looked like the past. And with the cobblestone streets. Mm -hmm. And the old-time buildings that looked even run down. And, you know, sometimes with period pieces, you see more of the lavish Mm -hmm. designs and the nicer, like upper class parts because that's normally what 
period pieces at least here look like than our base like that are made by the U.S. or even Britain. Mm-hmm. Like you see more of the upper class parts, but here you get to see like a Michael comes from an upper class family, but he has an affair with a woman who is very lower class. Yep. She has like a very small twin bed. Mm-hmm. If it's a twin bed. She lives by herself very, you know, it looks very rugged and dirty and mm-hmm. gritty. Whereas when he's at home, the very few parts you get where he's at home with his family growing up, it's like very clean and pristine. Yes. It was nice to get that juxtaposition with the classes so you can kind of understand mm-hmm. and understand where they're coming from. You could also kind of see why, like, defending Hana a little bit, why she would end up joining the SS. Yeah. Because the money. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, it's kind of like joining Hydra. Yeah. You get money, you get... Um, you get... Prestige. Yeah. And you're seen as a higher class person. You're... Mm-hmm. You're seen as important because you're working for a cause. Yes. Even if the cause is terrible. Is yeah. But I bet SS officers got really good benefits and really good money. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe they were... I believe SS officers were treated better than the general Wehrmacht infantry were. The m- main branch of the German army in World War II. Oh, got it. Whereas the SS was its own separate thing. Got it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. I don't blame you. It's not generally taught in schools. Not a lot is. I know. And we're also from California, and they're... Our education in California is pretty low compared to the other states. Yeah. Which is ironic, because don't we spend the most on school? Probably. I mean, we also have, like, the most schools. Yeah, that too. That's probably why we spend the most. True. And the most populated schools. Yeah, that's probably why it's so bad, though. Yeah, but it's always been bad. I'll ask you something. Okay. If you were in that situation and you know Hana couldn't read, Mm -hmm. would you have piped up? Like, said something to the court? Yeah. Well... So the professor, who is the lawyer, said you have a duty to say something if you know something. Yeah. And... He didn't. And he didn't. And if I went to my professor and said I know something about the case that works in the defendant's favor, and then they told me that, I would probably go. Mm-hmm. Just because I am one of those people. Even if it was the worst of the worst? I mean, she would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she would still be imprisoned because there's no denying that she did what she did. Yes. But I don't know, because all the other officers got four years in prison and she got life. Yeah. Which turned out to be 20, but still. Yeah. But the German legal system works differently. Mm -hmm. The, it's very different than it is here. Like, I, If it was in America and they told me I had to do that, then I probably would. Yeah. Because, I don't know, because that's just who I am. Yeah. 
And I don't th- like she would have still gone to jail, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't have been for as long. Yeah, which I don't know, but it's hypothetical. So yeah, I know. I was just seeing what your mindset on that. What's your mindset on that? I'd probably do the same thing. Because if it's your moral, like, it's just the moral part of my brain would eat away at me if I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And He's, I think that's kind of what happened. Yeah, because he didn't. Yeah. What about you? Again, morality. Like, if I knew she wasn't totally responsible, I would say something and try to make it less of a punishment. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle, what... What kind of themes did you see in this film? Well, remorse and grief are a big part of it. Okay, yeah. Um, pride. Pride in the sense of, like, you're too proud to admit to your faults or something that you're lacking in. Yeah. Or even just insecurities in general. hmm And having insecurities to the point where it ends up, like, having those insecurities leads you to having a worse outcome in your life. Yeah. Because that is what happened. Because Mm -hmm. she didn't admit to her insecurities, she she ended up paying the price for it. Mm -hmm. But because she was still human, she still had those... She still had those guilts, even if she didn't admit to it. Yeah, yeah. And that leads to what she ended up doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Which we'll we'll not spoil. Yeah, we won't spoil that. Um, I think just love because he did love her, Mm -hmm. even if she didn't love him back. Yeah, and kind of an unrequited love, I guess. I can see that. Yeah, compassion. Mm Hmm. So yeah, I think those are kind of the main themes of this, especially also remorse because of what she ended up leaving and like with the the tea tin and stuff yeah so ben would you recommend this movie in what sense would you recommend it if you're a romance fan yeah but if romance really isn't your thing and it's then i probably wouldn't yeah i agree like if you like romance if you like um i think a similar film I've seen part of it, but I haven't seen all of it, is The English Patient, with which also stars Ray Fiennes, um, which is another romance movie. So if you like something like that, then you'll probably enjoy this. But if you're not a romance fan, um, slow burns aren't really your thing, then I would say skip it. And for me, I liked it to an extent, but it's not my normal it's not something I would normally go for in a movie. Makes sense to me. Same here. All right. Well, that'll be it for us this episode. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. Ooh, okay. Rent from 2005. It's another musical. And I've heard it's good. It is good. All right. I mean, I've heard some people don't like it as much and... I kind of get that, but I really enjoy this one. So, yeah. Well, 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. Please rate this episode wherever you're listening to it and rate this podcast and check us out on social media. The links are in the description of this podcast. Have a great day.